joining us now. He's the new head coach at Utah State. Ryan Odom, kind enough to join us right here on the Zone Sports Network. Coach, how are you? I'm wonderful. Yeah, excited to be here in Utah. Well, congratulations on the gig. You know, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about when you took over at Lenore Ryan, um, that was a team that was a seven, eight-win team, and you, you, you had to jump up about 13, 14 wins that year one. Same thing at UMBC. You had a dramatic win increase uh, in year one. Here, you don't need that huge win increase. You just now need to keep things going <laughs> with a team that had, that's been winning and winning at a high level over the last three years. Do you deliver a different message to a team, uh, given this situation, as opposed to maybe the message to your teams over the last uh, two teams you've coached? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think obviously you're, you're correct in that, you know, the two previous stops for me were, were programs that needed a little TLC. And, uh, you know, I think what I inherited there was, you know, a group that, you know, doubted themselves and, and needed a little push and, and belief, um, you know, instilled in them. And I had to establish a winning culture. They weren't used to winning. And so, you know, I think that that's that's what we tried to do at, at both of those places. And I told the guys today, you know, here at Utah State, this is different. You guys have an established tradition. You have a winning culture that, you know, our our, our alums and, and Aggie faithful are proud of. And what our job now is to take it to the next step. And, you know, is, is it a guarantee? You know, I asked the guys today, is it a guarantee that you're just going to win? Absolutely not. You have to you have to work and you have to continue to do the things that lead to winning uh, over and over again. And you know it's a process for us to get to know one another. And, and uh, you know I'm excited about the opportunity here to you know build upon this foundation that all the former players and coaches that have you know donned the the uh, Aggie uniform here. Um, you know, uh, and and hopefully we can we can keep this thing going and. and Take it to the next step, which obviously we know what that is, and that's advancing in the NCAA tournament. When you originally jumped into coaching back in 1996, what was it that brought you to a career of coaching? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's, it's all I've known, you know, my entire life. And, uh, you know, I honestly, I would, I would tell you uh, when I was in college, my junior year of college at Hampton, Sydney, it was our best season that we had. We were 28 and three and lost in the final eight to Bo Ryan and uh, his Wisconsin Platteville team. <laughs> but um, we, uh, I, I, that summer, I did an internship at Bank of America, and I'd always thought growing up, you know, my father's gone all the time. He works, you know, while while basketball is awesome, you know, he's he's gone a lot. I don't get to see my dad a ton. You know, the recruiting rules were way different back then. And so I'd always thought, you know, once I'm done, I'll get into the financial world and just kind of move on and still support dad and watch his games while he's coaching. And, you know, I got to a point where I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I always loved to play. And then it was time for me to give it up, and, and I wasn't going to be able to play anymore. And I was like, my brother was coaching at the time and kind of starting his career off. My father was kind of at the height of his career at Wake Forest where they had won back-to-back championships. And uh, I decided I'm not quite ready to give, give this ball up that I love so much. It's been so good to our family. And, uh, you know, I got into it because of that initially. And obviously the reasons I've stayed in it have, have drastically changed. Um, you know, the, I've gotten older, obviously, uh, taken over programs and the ability to have lasting relationships with players and, and help them grow as people. Um, you know, during their time, you know, that, that you got, we're together, 
Uh, that's what, really what it's all about. And, you know, the wins and the losses, you know, happen. Um, and, and certainly we're all trying to win. Uh, but at the same time, you know, there, there's, there's bigger goals out there as well. And that's, that's helping these, these young people that are at a key time in their life, uh, very impressionable and, and, and need mentorship. And certainly that's what I try to do. Um, but we, we want to be competitive as well and, and chase excellence. Ryan Odom, new head coach of Utah State, kind enough to join us here on the Zone Sports Network. When you look at a job like this and you're going through the interview process, do you spend a lot of time going through synergy and, and, and looking at players and looking at scheme and what these guys do well? Do you spend a lot of time kind of getting a, a, a bird's eye view of what you're inheriting when you take over a job like this? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you, you have to. Uh, you're crazy not to, um, you know, if you're deeply involved, you know, in, in, a, in a search. You want to make sure you know kind of what you have, uh, you know, if, if you're able to, if you're fortunate enough to get the job. And so certainly I'll do that with this situation. Um, we have a good team coming back. Obviously, we're losing a really good player and, and, and a, you know, an NBA player, a future NBA player. And that's happened two years in a row. But that's also a good thing. Uh, when you think about it, because it allows you to recruit to that. All right. It's something that at other stops that I've had, we haven't had. And, um, you know, the, the cupboard certainly is not bare here. We've got, you know, a good group coming back and a group that cares about one another, a group that clearly is connected, a group that's been coached extremely well and, and knows how to win. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been pleasantly surprised, you know, um, and, and really, uh, excited about about talking to these guys you know certainly i've had some one-on-one conversations with them by phone met with the whole team face-to-face today which was a lot of fun and and they were a talkative group you know which which uh, was really impressive to me coach i'm sure that you've probably had to answer this a, a million times but it's not very often you get to talk to a man that has a, a rare historic achievement that is a, a one of its kind and you had a 16-seed win over a number one seed Virginia team. And I, I just want to know, what, what went into the preparation of that game? And what, what went into the, the win, knowing that you're a 16 against a one, and that's never happened before? Yeah, I mean, we didn't go into that game, you know, uh, seeking to make history. You know, we wanted to go into that game, compete at the highest level, and try to win. And, you know, for us, I think, you know, we benefited, uh, you know, from in our conference championship game and throughout our conference, you know, Vermont's a, an excellent team, you know, and they play very, a very similar style to University of Virginia. And so we, we ended up, we were fortunate enough to win that game, uh, you know, in a last-second shot, you know, in a tie game, you know, similar to the shot here that, that Sam Merrill made um, a couple of years back. And, uh that, that, you know, propelled us into the NCAA tournament. And all of the preparation that we, you know, worked, you know, that, that last week leading up to that Vermont game helped us as we prepared for Virginia. Uh, Virginia was a whole different, whole different ballgame because at that point they, had just, they were just coming off of an ACC championship where they beat Carolina in the final, and they were playing the best basketball of the year of, of, of the season relative to their, their opponents or peers, and uh, they were the most well-balanced team in all of college basketball that year. Uh, it's no secret that, you know, um, 
DeAndre Hunter broke his hand, so that certainly was a factor going into that game where they're better players. It was kind of a six-man, but he was a go-to guy when they got in tough situations. Um, they didn't have him all of a sudden you know, for the tournament. And so that's, in their defense, it's a hard thing when you lose a good player like that going in. But, you know, our guys, you know, were not afraid. One thing I learned about that, that particular team that I was fortunate enough to coach was that they were not afraid of anyone. We had played Arizona. We had DeAndre Ayton early in the season, and that was a tight game uh, in the middle of the second half. They ran away with it at the end. And then, uh, you know, we were up on SMU. It was coming off of a 30-win season by 13. They ended up winning by a few overs in, the, in one of the first two games. And my starting point guard didn't play in those two games. And so we knew after those two that we had a chance to be really good that year. And that group, you know, when you have veteran guards, like I, I was fortunate enough to coach that year, you have a chance. And, you know, we were just able to, to hang in it, hang in it in that first half, defend at a really high level. And then we had a run that, you know, I had seen our team make against other teams, but not against that caliber of an opponent. Ryan Odom, kind enough to join us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone, new coach at Utah State. Uh, coach, I had a chance to chat with a couple members of the Jazz front office and was picking their brains. I know that you had relationships with some of them, and, and the one thing I kept getting back was uh, he runs a modern offense. There's a lot of NBA stuff that he runs. Uh, without getting in the weeds too much on X's and O's, uh, kind of talk about your offensive philosophy and what you've seen that's worked for you throughout the years. Yeah, I mean, I think open court, you know, uh, we like to space the court really well, you know, much like the NBA does, much like a lot of the European teams do, uh, quite honestly, overseas. Um, you know, I, I steal stuff from others, uh, you know, without a doubt, and I certainly create my own, you know, as well. But, um, you know, we, we, we play a versatile style of basketball. You know, the best teams in college basketball are efficient on both sides. And so that's what we'll strive to be. You know, we'll strive to be an efficient team on offense, a team that, you know, gets to the basket and can score around the rim and can score in isolation situations. Um, we'll certainly be a team that gets fouled and, and attempts to get fouled and get to the free throw line to put pressure on the defense. And then also you've got to be able to shoot in, in, in today's game. You've got to have the shooters outside the arc uh, to, to make – to make them have to chase you a little bit to help your drivers, you know, get inside the defense. And then defensively, you want to do the opposite of everything that I just said. <laughs> guard the rim, guard the rim really well. Don't foul and and contest those threes. And uh, and so that's that's kind of how we play. I know it's a simplistic answer there for you, but you know, um, you know, we we had a very versatile team last year. And, you know, I've got to get in the gym with these guys here to see kind of what, you know, what, what will complement, you know, this team in terms of recruiting and what we can add to this current roster. And then what are their strengths and what are their weaknesses and how can I help them with that? And that's what coaching is all about. And so the work begins now. Coach, give me your philosophy on players and the transfer portal, uh, players that leave for the transfer portal and getting players from the transfer portal. How do you use it and how do you manage it? Yeah, I think Utah State's uniquely positioned right now. And it's one of the reasons that, you know, I'm so excited about this, this position here because if you really think about it, you've got the 
power five schools, you know, who kind of those, those programs are that year in and year out are competing for a national championship and they'll lose players like really good players, you know, year in and year out that just, they're really good, but they can't crack that lineup. And so they, they're looking for a soft landing spot, but they don't want to give up the level so much. And I think that's where a school like us fits in. You know, you can get really good players that, you know, want to find a place where they really care about basketball all right, they're passionate about it. The fans get, get into it. You have that home court atmosphere and advantage that all players want to play in. And, I mean, they, they'd be lying if they told you they did. They wanted to play in an empty gym. Nobody wants to play in an empty gym. You want to hear the herd, you know, getting after the opponent and, and cheering for you. And so I think, I think from that perspective, you know, we, we, are really, we, are, we are really in a good place because, then you talk about the low majors. You'll have guys that at the low major level are really good and have, you know, average 20 a game or whatever it is, and they want to find a place that's a little bit more competitive for their game, and they can go up. And so we're kind of right in that, you know, in that sweet spot, you know, where, where players can come down and players can go up, and uh, not everybody has that. And when they go out and look for winning programs, we can sell that. Three straight NCAA tournaments two straight NBA, NBA picks, hopefully, and, you know, tradition, um, you know, to sell. And so I'm, I'm thrilled and, and honored to be the coach here. When you, uh, you know, obviously coming from uh, back east and, uh, you know, the furthest west you've been is, you know, North Carolina, uh, how important is it when you put a staff together to have maybe some, some connections out west, or is that important to have uh, when you're putting a staff together that can recruit out in this part of the United States? Yeah, I think the key there is just, you know, I have a responsibility, you know. Um, I have a responsibility to do what's best for Utah State, and, and certainly putting a staff together is huge. You know, one coach doesn't win it, and, you know, you're only as strong as the people that are around you, um, and, and certainly, you know, people that, that are mentoring, you know, our, our team and our players, and so... And I'm fortunate in that, you know, I do have a good staff at UMBC. I'll have to kind of wait and see how that, you know, plays out. But we are in a different, you know, geographic footprint. And so, you know, naturally, um, you know, that, that's, a, that's an important factor, you know, here for sure. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll move quickly with that and as quickly as possible, but we won't rush to a point where we're, we're making bad decisions. And, uh, and so the key for me is having guys on my staff that, push me, that challenge me, all right, that will we'll, uh, share uh, our set of values, core values, and, and we'll be committed to that. And then guys that are all about the team and all about helping kids and, uh, and, and are good family men as well. I mean, that's an, it doesn't mean you have to be married or whatever, but, you know, do they care about their family? And, and, and I think that's, a, that's an important thing for me as well. Well, Coach, I don't know how much you know about my co-host here, Scott Gerard. Um, he is your play-by-play voice, and Coach, I apologize. Apo- Scotty, Scotty G. <laughs> oh, look at that! This is Scotty G. Coach, and I apologize in advance for the many conversations we're going to have to have. He is a broadcaster of the year award winner. He just won it this year. Okay. Um, so, Let's call he, oh my gosh, congratulations! I love he, it. He's very accomplished. He loves uh, smoking, barbecuing. So, hopefully, you guys can find some common interests and. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I like to cook too. 
My wife wouldn't tell you that, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got to ask you, Coach, you, you mentioned this in your conference. So everything you've done is out east, and North Carolina is the furthest west you got, but you asked your wife to marry you here in Utah? I did. How about that? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah how did that We wanted end to up? go on a trip, and we just picked, we just picked Utah. And I have no idea why we, why we did that, you know, because that was 21 years ago or whatever. We just wanted to go out west and go to the mountains. And, uh, and so we, we came out here for a few days, and uh, it was a crazy story. We were actually at, at Snowbird is where we were. And, um, you know, we were uh, – my plan was to, you know, get on the tram and go to the top you know, and ask her up there because you, you think about it. I mean, that's like a, that's a pretty cool thing. You yeah, that's pretty impressive. To the top of a mountain and you ask your wife to marry you and you're just looking out going, this world is ours. Let's go experience yeah. it together. And, Incredible. And so uh, uh, the, the funny part is, is as we were getting ready to, to go up, we were like the last group uh, to go up in the, in the tram or whatever you call it. And uh, a storm comes in. <laughs> so we, we ended up we didn't get on and so i'm a nervous wreck and i'm like what am i going to do now and so we ended up getting in the car because we were driving towards jackson hole where we were going to we were going to stay up there get you know drive up through idaho go snake river that whole deal and um so we ended up driving and i just found a, a spot you know somewhere and, and and asked her so it was it worked out you know i had to you know they made me work for it you know the weather did but it was still, it was still obviously worth it. So you always, you always worry that, that amazing how we're back here now, right? Yeah, <laughs> you always worry about that storm being symbolic, but you know, obviously things are good. So yeah. you know, you're like, oh, yeah, we've weathered, we've weathered. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, coach, appreciate it again. Uh, I apologize for all the uh, interviews we're going to have coming up, but uh, I'll, I'll try to make them fun for you the best I can. All right. Awesome. Thank you, guys. There you go, Ryan Odom, new head coach at Utah State.